You're listening to The Career Tech Effect, where we often like to say students, staff, and parents don't know what they don't know. We'll be talking with CTE students, teachers, and local business and industry to learn more about the amazing opportunities available to our students right in our own backyard. In today's episode, you'll meet Mary Fackelak, president of East Jordan Chamber of Commerce and last year's winner of the CTE Ambassador Award. Mary, thanks for joining today. Thanks, Tori, for having me. And oh, gosh, that was a great evening um, at the banquet. And, and that, uh, I must say, your team uh, from Sharam ISD certainly had me, caught me by surprise. And that doesn't happen all the time. So I was very honored. Um, a very, very special evening and a very memorable evening. So thank you again for that. Well, certainly uh, very much deserved. And you do a lot for us, whether it's uh, sharing our, our Facebook post or, you know, going out and advocating on behalf of our programs. So uh, very much deserved. And uh, yeah, we enjoyed having you there. So um, jumping right in, Mary, we wanted to get a little bit of just what um, what your background is and what you do in your role at the chamber. Sure. Um, well, I am a native of Charlevoix County. I'm third generation on my family farm in Charlevoix. And as I fondly say, I pretty much live in Charlevoix County and a touch of Antrim County as well. Um, I'm third generation on our family farm and very active there. It is a working farm, but I'm also an entrepreneur. And uh, that's where it all started, actually, in East Jordan um, over 30 years ago. Um, I am the owner of the EJ shop, which that store has been in East Jordan for 63 years in the same location, owned previously by one family for 30 years, and now I'm 33 years. And then I'm the owner and founder of Mary Zaboyne clothing store, ladies clothing and accessories in um, Boyne City. And that is coming up on its 23rd anniversary in Boyne. And then we add on then the chamber. Um, and I am the president and CEO of the East Jordan Chamber of Commerce. Very proud of that position and all that encompasses there. I, I'm very fortunate that I get to represent the Breezeway communities of East Jordan, Ellsworth and Atwood. And I've been doing that now a little over 30 years. And um, every day is a new adventure, Tori, in the Chamber of Commerce world. And any chamber uh, peep that you would talk to um, will tell you that exactly. There's no one day that's the uh, <laughs> same from another. Um, but in our role as the Chamber Commerce CEO and President, um, I get the honor of representing our chamber members, um, a vast array of businesses from services to professionals to retail to industry, our nonprofits. Um, so I have a, a great appreciation and being an entrepreneur myself, but I, I understand what it means to own and operate a business and uh, have experienced a lot of um, different times, if you will, the Great Recession, um, you know, going through the COVID and now um, just kind of coming back from that. Been a survivor, but I understand what it means to have to uh, meet payroll and to be responsible and, and make sure that providing um, service, goods and services, but also a positive workplace for my team members. Um, also in my role, I get the honor of representing this beautiful area, this beautiful region um, from promotional opportunities, from writing press releases to doing interviews such as this. Um, yeah. Very, very um very honored to be able to do that and um, also then to work on promoting the businesses, but also providing um, networking events or activities or workshops that benefit our chamber members and their team members as well. 
Absolutely. Well, that, that's just a small list. It sounds like you're not busy at all, right? Well, we had to add leadership Charlevoix <laughs> County. In there. Right, I was just going to say it. And co-administrator of leadership Charlevoix County and president of the organization. Um, and that program and organization grew from the chambers in the county. Um, now we're in our 11th year of programming, but actually 13th year of the actual um, organization and uh, program uh, in its existence. But again, that is a um, an honor to be able to represent it. We have 174 alumni uh, graduated from Leadership Charleway program, and we have a class right now, our number 11 class, uh, class of 2023, now um, 15 that will be graduating out of that program here in May. Yeah, well, and that's... Uh... It's one of my favorite programs I've been through. I am a proud uh, alum of uh, Leadership Charlevoix County, and um, I was the class of 2020, so I went through a little of that rough COVID patch, but we made it through. And um, yeah, I can I cannot uh, express how uh, honored I was to be chosen to be able to part you know participate in that class and um, and everything I learned, and and I I would say the relationships that I built from that class as well. There's a number of uh, our um, our classmates that we still keep in contact with and and it's it's fun to see where they're what they're doing and uh and what's happening in the community from from their standpoint so and now you're one of our mentors i am and that's yeah, yeah that's been another uh uh fun adventure for me i i wasn't sure exactly if i you know if i'm doing the right thing so i i uh i kind of uh uh guess copied so to speak copied what uh uh, my mentor did for me. So Gretchen Bush was my mentor uh, and uh, loved working with her and I still stay connected with her. So I, I try and uh, uh, replicate what she did for me. And I think it's been going smoothly so far. So, And I think, Tori, you touched on the word connect and that's really what this program and chamber, if you will, yep. membership, it kind of one and the same, the connections and the networking and the opportunities that we provide. And it's almost uh, one and the same there as well. As I tell the participants in leadership, Charlevoix County, as we start with orientation in August, but yep. also new chamber members when they join our chamber um, and other chambers that it kind of is what it's a two-way street. We provide the opportunities for businesses or participants in leadership Charlevoix County to make those connections and networking. And it's up to you then, either the business or the individual to seek and to, to further that opportunity. And it's certainly very evident, Tori, that you did just that. But um, those are the keywords, um, making those yep. connections and networking. So yeah. Very well. Absolutely. And kind of speaking along those terms, when you're out working and, and you're getting new members or you're working with those local businesses, what are you hearing from them as far as their needs, um, whether it's um, from the employment side of from the broad spec, what are what are businesses looking for um, these days kind of in that East Jordan community? Well, across the board, I would say, obviously, workforce shortage, we're still seeing that, we're still experiencing that. Obviously, the housing crisis and shortage that we have and child care um, shortage as well. But for East Jordan, we're very fortunate that we do have the Training Wheels uh, Child Care Center that opened actually during COVID, but has been very successful to help um, take a little bit of a burden off of that need in our community. But it again, then gets down to the housing factor. But then as I look at 
a lot of our entrepreneurs and a lot of our um, business owners in the service industry, especially mm -hmm. this is, you know, it is an aging area here that we're, we're looking at a lot of the people moving into our area. We have a lot of seniors that are relocating here, but we also have a lot of people now as a, as a result of um, uh, the pandemic that now found out that they can work from home and they can work here remotely. Uh, yep. So what we're seeing and what I'm hearing is, you know, again, um, all aspects in the construction industry from, you know, from um, the framers to the actual contractors to painters to plumbers to roofers, um, we have a, a need, a, a definite need, but then also in the healthcare industry as well. And that's across the board. And as you know, East Jordan is home to Grandview Medical Care Facility. Wow. Um, and again, I know, again, workforce shortage there, fabulous facility, but always in need of um, across the board there as far as from nurses to, to um, certified nurses, aides, et cetera, out yep. there. Um, and then when you start to look across some of the professional services, um, you know, we need more professional services coming in here. Uh, East Jordan is a, is a growing community. There's a, a lot of excitement, a lot of energy here in this community as we're moving forward. So again, um, entrepreneurs too. We have a lot of our businesses that, uh, you know, these are businesses that have been owned by families for a number of years. Um, but someone's ready to, you know, to sell that business. And, and there are a lot of, lot of um, opportunities for entrepreneurs in this community. Specifically. Yep. And, and also, you know, across the breezeway, East Jordan, Ellsworth and Atwood. So. Well, and I think what, uh, what I'm hearing and what we kind of know is there's the aging population in our, I would say even our region and probably across the state where we have all of these folks that are getting ready to retire. They're, you know, they have retired and there's really, we're at a shortage of there's no one to fill their their spot. And so um, I know we've heard, you know, from our side of things, construction, healthcare, um, many of the trades, they're all just looking for, um, for those uh, employees that have those skills or are willing to, you know, learn those skills. And so um, it's no surprise to me that healthcare, I mean, healthcare at the top of that, that's always going to be a need. And specifically, you know, when you think of places like Grandview, where that's that aging population going in, they need people to take care of them. And so there's, there's that need for healthcare professionals and, and certainly construction. And as we think about the, the housing market and kind of where it's at and folks moving up here and um, I know we've worked with some folks with like Housing North and they're trying to get creative of how to bring housing to our area. So um, there's, you need construction folks to build those, those uh, facilities and places. So um, no surprise that that is, that's kind of what we're hearing. And, um, and hopefully as we're thinking of CTE, we can make those connections for our students to be able to jump right in and hopefully take on some of that and, and be able to stay up in this area. Absolutely. So thinking a lot. Yeah, Just like um, I was going to add, you know, to a lot of our seniors that are moving in here too, um, while we have Grandview, but we also know that move trying to age in place and trying to keep our seniors at home for as yeah. long as we can, we also need that uh, professional to be able to come home, come into the homes and provide that at-home um, professional care here too. So that's a big one. And then uh, just our most recent leadership Charlevoix County session, the education today and our afternoon portion where 
we did bring in uh, a number of representatives from the CTE program. And, you know, I also attended a session at Great Lakes Energy looking at the line worker program. And yeah. that that is such a huge need too. Um, and thank goodness that Sharam uh, now we're able to, the ISD, we're working with Great Lakes Energy on that, that program, but also again, a number of the health services and the uh, computer programming and all the other that, uh, that you're working with. Much needed. Absolutely. And it is, it's, uh, it's fun to see um, the success of these students coming right out of high school. And that line worker program is a great example. Um, we had a young man and, and I think he's one of probably four or five that have come out of the program and gotten hired as apprentices through Great Lakes Energy that, you know, they're gaining that skill and they've, you know, they need that, uh, they need to fill the gap and they're, you know, that pipeline of being able to say, you know, we're able to cover this. And once you take them on, they can fill in for those retired folks and kind of take over from there. But the, uh, these students are having huge success and making really good careers out of it and and be able to stay in northern Michigan. They don't have to go away and um, and they can stay where they they love to you know live, work and play, um, as they say, I think. So um, these kids being able to come right out of high school and, and make good money and um, yeah, have the skills to be successful. So. Right. Right. So what what uh, are employers as far as like skills? Do you hear um, these employers talking about, I, I know thinking of construction and healthcare and maybe it's more so just broad like that, but are there specific skills that um, they are recommending students have? Uh, or what are they missing? What, what's the, is there a disconnect? I haven't so much heard that other than, you know, again, the fact that employees, we are in need of employees that are willing to, to step in and to these positions. Now, one area, you know, might be the hospitality um, industry in dire need, of course, our restaurants and hotels. And as we're, you know, adding and, and we're obviously a strong tourism area here. So we're going to, we need that need. We need people, um, you know, just work work ethics and etiquette, if you will, talking to people, um, conversations with people, problem solving, um, you know, not afraid to step out and, and to try something new in a position, um, leadership, you know, training a bit too. So those would be some of the, again, I think probably work, work um, ethics and, and etiquette would be a big one. Yeah. Well, probably just some of those, I know we hear a little bit uh, from our businesses, just some of those soft skills that, that kids tend to be missing or not picking up on, you know, the, how to present themselves in an interview or how to show up to work and, right. um, you know, showing to work on time and how to communicate to your, you know, your supervisor, if there is something that, uh, that is, whether it's an absence or whatever it might be, but just some of those, um, those simple things I think are missing is unfortunate. Um, and that's something that we've certainly, um, tried to take a, a handle on and, and, and push into our schools and try and help with. So, um, I'm hoping that that'll be the case, but so thinking of the, the future of East Jordan, um, and it, it does seem to be growing. And I think of it as, um, you know, when I first moved up here, uh, I used to hear all the time that, you know, Boyne city is much larger than what it used to be. And it's kind of grown. And I, I think East Jordan is in, in a very similar spot. So what um, what do you kind of see as the future of East Jordan, whether it's um, more entrepreneurs or are there certain businesses that are going to um, have more success there? What's what's the future look like for East Jordan and um, 
very bright future, very exciting, continuing to um, build and work on our course. We're sitting, you know, at the south arm of Lake Charlevoix, but also uh, we're at the mouth of the wild and scenic Jordan River with the Jordan Valley right out in, you know, on our back doorstep as well. Um, really working on that nature-based uh, recreational aspects. So a lot of opportunity there. And that's what, you know, when, when you talk to people that are visiting us, um, besides the nature and the natural, we're also highly renowned for our arts and culture and um, very vibrant Jordan River Arts Council and other, you know, businesses that complement that. So Again, I feel that we're poised to, to head into a very bright, I think it's going to be it's going to be very exciting. And we're laying the foundation and groundwork, if you will, the joining Jordan project, um, the magnificent walkway over the uh, Jordan, the, the south end here, and yep. the, Jordan, the Jordan art walk and all that we're working on and enhancing that project. And then we also have a another project that we're working in conjunction with um, several partners, Little Travers Conservancy, Friends of the Jordan, um, City of East Jordan and Chamber, and we're working on very closely with that boardwalk that will leave Sportsman's Park and then head out to the Rogers uh, Family Preserve. Um, so we're really working hard to, to grow and enhance that experience, and thus, uh, I believe, again, businesses will follow, and uh, again, people, they enjoy being here. It's a very unique um area and very, very, you know, the, it's not unusual to see bald eagle and osprey and, um, you know, just the, the wild uh, life that's here right in just very close in proximity to the community here, but also the beautiful um, dark sky at night and, you know, those beautiful stars and all that comes with that experience. Well, and I think that's, I mean, you mentioned a lot of things that I think folks move to Northern Michigan to get is the, you know, the the recreational side of things, getting into nature and being able to take hikes and that boardwalk and being able to make those connections. And um, I do agree. I think it's a very bright future for East Jordan. And I think there's, um, it'll be exciting to see where it goes and what comes to it. And I, I would assume that many, many, uh, whether they're entrepreneurs or existing businesses would, would love to be in that area and um, just continue to be a part of that growth. So Yep, it's been great infrastructure that's been laid here and great collaboration within our community, all of us working together with that in mind. And uh, it's just, like I said, every day is exciting and there's no one day that's alike. And this just adds to all of that too. So it's just a pleasure to be able to promote and to invite um, others to come in and, and see what we have and possibly be a part of what we have, either by relocating here, opening a business here, um, but definitely coming and visiting us for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mary, I appreciate you taking some time this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk with you um, about what's going on in not only East Jordan, but our region and um, kind of the future of, of that community and, and what to look forward to. And um, cannot thank you enough for all that you do to help promote our programs and advocate for our programs. And um, I know we'll continue to enjoy that par partnership and relationship. So thank you again for taking some time this morning. Thank you, Tori, for having me. And again, it's a pleasure and an honor to be able to promote all these. As you know, CTE is a very special place in my heart as is Sharem. So I love, love being part of all that positive energy. So thanks again for having me. Yeah.